So really the enemy, the only thing that he has is our wrong reactions to the sinful world around us. Because we're already complete and perfect in Christ and we're already in the topography of the Father, the only thing that he can do is to try to find a landing place in us. Spiritual warfare. Wow. What an enormously frightening subject that can be sometimes. And, you know, so many people walk around in life uh, with this sense that, man, the boogeyman's after me or, you know, Satan is attacking me. The amount of times, Kate, that we hear people talk about the enemy or Satan is attacking me. I'm in spiritual warfare right now. It is just horrific. And, you know, I don't want to take away, we don't want to take away anything from anybody's Mm. experience or perception of what's happening and so on. But it could be that our perceptions might actually be wrong concerning certain things with regards to spiritual warfare. Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of those things that the enemy wants to magnify himself, glorify himself. Yeah. And it's interesting that in the scripture it says, let us magnify the Lord. Oh, come on. You know, so I think the enemy actually Mm. is such a liar and a thief Mm. that he wants to trick us into believing that things are worse than they are. Because the truth is, because of the blood of Jesus, he's already won. He's the victorious champion king. Yes. And we've been born again, the same spirit, and we are now hidden in Christ with God. Come on, that's so good. And we spend our lives trying to discover what that really is. Yeah, that's so good, Kate. I love that so much. And, you know, Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. John 10.10. And we look at that and we're like, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Mm. Oh, my goodness. We better watch out. We better do, you know, be very, very careful to make sure that he doesn't come and steal from us, that he doesn't kill us, that he doesn't destroy us. But we easily forget that Jesus in John 10, 10 actually said, but I've come that you might have life in abundance. And so, you know, the, the, the Christian experience is this abundant life that is Jesus Christ himself. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to be free from all the enemy's attacks. That's right. But it does mean that there's a place where we can be free yeah. from the effects of the enemy's That's attacks. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned that verse, uh, Colossians 3, 3, which says, for you've died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, you also will appear with him in glory. I love that verse, Kate, because if we're hidden... with Christ in God, then I think it's a little bit like if Satan comes looking for us, it would be a bit like trying to find a light bulb in the sun. Yeah, It's that hard because we're literally immersed in Christ. Yeah, yeah. I think we actually are not aware that we are the light of the world and all the deeds of the enemy are darkness. Right. And so light overcomes darkness. Yeah. And so... I think it's actually a renewing of our mind yeah, to understand this, the, the truth of our position, our identity, and the battle that's already been won, yeah. and actually understanding our authority. Yeah. And I think authority is one of those awkward things that we're not quite sure what is authority, what is the authority that we have as a believer. Yeah, and I right. think 
there's a lot of foundational things to think about. Yeah, so true. When we're also thinking then about, well, how are we attacked spiritually? Yeah, yeah well, that's true, Kate. You mentioned about authority because Jesus said in Matthew 28, right after he'd risen from the dead and was about to ascend, he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Mm. So if all authority in heaven and, and on, on earth, earth has been given to Jesus, yeah. how much is left over for the devil? Mm. None. There is no, or, or humanity actually, there is no authority outside of Jesus. Mm. But for the believer, for those who yeah. believe in Jesus, yeah. who are united with him in his death, burial, and resurrection, now, because of our oneness with him and our union with him, we have all of his authority. Mm -hmm. So actually, Jesus's authority is our authority. Yeah. And that's why he goes on to say, go, therefore, and make disciples. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so interesting because, like you say, all authority has been given to Jesus, yet he has chosen that there's going to be a play out in right. the last days mm. and he has ultimately got destruction for the devil and the yeah. end times so we live in this tension mm. knowing that the enemy is running amok on the earth mm -hmm. really try trying to come and destroy yeah. us many believers many that don't know the lord and yet we in the midst of that have the opportunity to live in the full authority yeah that jesus really paid for for yeah. us to have and yeah. to understand and, and to live in. Yeah, that's so good. You know, he he didn't say that he's going to take us out of the world. No. And he didn't say that we weren't ever going to have trouble. In this world, you will have trouble. trouble. But take heart. I've I overcome the world. the world. And so to be a Christian doesn't mean you're never going to suffer. No. To be a Christian means you've been united to Jesus Christ mm. forever. Mm. And he is abundant life. And so even in the midst of suffering, you are one with the overcomer himself. Amen. That means that you are an eternal overcomer mm. in Christ Jesus. But you're only an overcomer if there's things to overcome. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that we go looking for, you know, demons under every cornflake and we don't we don't, as we used to say, do you remember when we used to say that yeah. when we were young, love? We yeah. used to say, oh my gosh, don't go looking for demons under every cornflake. Mm -hmm. Meaning that even though we're fully loaded, we're in Christ Jesus, we've got the full armor of God. Yeah. We don't go railing against principalities and powers and rulers and authorities no. that have been established no. for a long time, who God's allowed to exist for his kingdom purposes. Yeah. Actually, scripture encourages us when addressing the devil like that, that we say, the Lord rebukes you, Satan. Yeah. And so you and I, we don't go around railing against principalities and powers, no. just like Jude tells us not to. Yeah. But we ask the Lord to deal with them. Yeah. And we say the Lord rebukes you, yeah. Satan or principalities and powers. That's right. And actually, Paul says to the Ephesians, put on the whole armor of God. Yeah. It's the armor of God. Oh, nice. It's God's love. armor. Right, right. right. So wow. it's the protection that he gives us. Yeah. But actually, there's an intentionality about clothing ourselves. Yeah. Um, as we're clothed with Christ, we are also clothing ourselves with the armor of God. Yeah, that's so good. And we can withstand the attacks of the enemy. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, being very intentional, you know, the belt of truth, the yeah. word of God. Yeah. 
helmet of salvation, yeah. the breast place of place plate of righteousness. Yeah. Try to say that. And the yeah. shoes fitted with the gospel of peace, the yeah. sword of the spirit. Mm. I mean, it's very descriptive, actually. So yeah, the shield of faith. Shield of faith. So good, Kate. And I, you know, I think that um, you know, scripture is quite clear. And right here, you thought of a verse um, just as we were thinking about this uh, whole topic of spiritual mm -hmm. warfare. You know, Ephesians four twenty five says, "Therefore, having put away all falsehood." Let each of ones, one of you speak truth with their neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but don't sin. Wow, how hard that is. You yeah, know, it's possible hard. to be angry, but don't sin yeah. when you're angry. Yeah, don't you know, throw something at emotion. your spouse. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Um, and give no opportunity to the devil. This is wow. an interesting thing. Give no opportunity, opportunity to the devil. So he's not saying you go against the devil, go looking for him, attack him and pull him down. No, Jesus did that all for us. But then he says, now your job standing in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus is to give no opportunity mm -hmm. to the devil. Yeah. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor. So he's not talking about the thief mm -hmm. Satan. He's talking about, you know, yeah. humans. Don't, don't be thieves. Stop stealing. But rather let them labor, work hard, earn your own pay. Mm. Doing honest work with your own hands. And... Uh, so that you may have something to share with anyone who has need. Well, I want to bring it back to give no opportunity to the devil. Mm. That word opportunity in the Greek, it's interesting. It's topos, mm. which is where we get the word topography from, yeah. which topography means a place of land. Uh, the the um, It's really speaking of a place of land, like how the land lies yeah. and so on and so the forth. The elevation and all that. The elevation, that, yeah. all of that, the topography. So what he's saying is don't give the enemy any land mm. in you. Wow. Don't give him a landing place. Yeah. Don't give him a place where he has authority. And then it says right there in, in, my, in my Strong's Concordance that that verse, that word rather, topography, topos, comes up in lots of places in scripture and one of them is right there in the famous passage of john 14 2 where jesus says in my father's house are many mm. dwelling places mm -hmm. and i go ahead of you to prepare a place for you and that word place is topography mm. i go ahead of you to prepare a topography for wow. you a place where you can land in me in the father yeah and we can build our house and make a dwelling place together mm. and i just think about that honey in Christ Jesus, the Father yeah. is our dwelling place, yep. is our topography. The enemy knows he can't do anything about that. He yeah. cannot take you from your topography in Christ Jesus. But what he can do and what he seeks to do is access your mind mm. and your emotions to try to find a landing place yeah. so that he can pull you into his purposes yeah. Yeah. and yeah. bring about his, you know, uh, attacks basically yeah, yeah. it's interesting works. isn't it that that's the counterfeit actually mm. he's coming to take away our land yeah that belongs to us in christ jesus yeah. and um what what is available for us and and so just understanding that he's coming to take the land away and so i think about the strongholds of our mind you know yeah. that we take captive every thought if you think about the stronghold of fear 
the stronghold of unbelief. Yeah. Um, again, these are discouragement, the discouragement, believing the lies. These are the areas where the enemy comes and tries to take the land in our life. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I often think of it, you know, it's a foothold for the enemy or maybe an open door. Yeah. I think, you know, we live our life um, in a mode of transformation, that we are being transformed in our minds, in our hearts, our emotions, even our bodies, taking back the land. How do we do that? How yeah. do we take back the land in our life? Well, I think, you know, if we, if we remind ourselves that our starting point is that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. We are holy in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. We are redeemed in him. Mm -hmm. We are hidden in him. So really the enemy, the only thing that he has is our wrong reactions mm. to the sinful world mm. around us. Yeah, Because we're already complete and perfect in Christ and we're already in the topography of the Father, Amen. the only thing that he can do is to try to find a landing mm. place in us. No. And the places that he finds a landing place are in our wrong reactions to other people's sin. Yeah, For example, our unforgiveness yeah. that leads to bitterness, that leads to judgments of others, where we judge others for what they've done to us well and, and we begin to reap what we sowed in judgment and become the very thing we judge that's a topography that the enemy has and also it usually starts when we're very young when we've had some abuse or trauma or um things happen to us as children and it then it sets a pattern in our life of that kind of reaction like yeah. if we've been rejected yeah. at a very young age then we live with an expectation that we're going to be rejected. Right. It's like a, a minefield for the enemy. He can come in and attack us in that area. Yeah. So even if we though we're don't born close the doors. Right. So even though we're born again, mm -hmm. let's say we grew up with rejection, then we become born again and now we're accepted in the beloved. Mm -hmm. But in our thoughts and our behaviors and our emotions, yeah. we don't live taking captive every thought of rejection and make it obedient to Christ, which is we're accepted in the beloved. If we in, instead begin to start living out those old patterns of rejection, yeah. we're born again, we're saved. That doesn't yeah. change, but our experience changes because now that whole mindset of rejection becomes a topography for That's the right. enemy to have an opportunity through that to bring us into spiritual warfare, yeah. to bring us into a place where our life in Christ mm. Jesus, which is truth, mm. is not lining up with in the factual areas, yeah. which is yeah. our actual experience and our perception, yeah. where we feel and are experiencing so much rejection. Yeah. And a lot of it is exactly what you're saying. We're, we're going through this whole cycle of expectation yeah. A bitter root judgment. I'm, I've been rejected yeah. by so and so. Yeah. I'm always going to be rejected. Exactly. Everyone's going to reject me. Our thoughts just are all centered around the identity of rejection. Yeah. Yeah. And we we don't get the healing mm. from the father to our heart to those trauma wounds 
And mm. often rejection can manifest a sickness in our body, some mm -hmm. kind of um, something going wrong with our body because there's a rejection. You know, some autoimmune diseases stem from a root of rejection. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we feel like the enemy is attacking us in our mind, our emotions, our bodies. And yeah. he's been able to allow that stronghold of rejection to, to run its course of destruction in our lives. Yeah. Wow. And, wow. you know, part of it is is recognizing yeah. and and actually being willing to go through a process yeah. of repenting yeah. for opening up the doors of re rejection or forgiving, those, forgiving who, yeah. those people that have rejected us yeah. and asking the Lord to to remove the cycle of sowing and reaping in our yeah, lives. Yeah, that's so good, Kate. And, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about in our own journey of our lives, yeah. you know, where we have felt rejected and found ourselves in a place where we feel lonely yeah and we think it's spiritual warfare yeah. everyone's against us in reality it was us rejecting the world because we expect the world to reject yeah. us yeah. and we found ourselves right where yeah. our thoughts brought us to yeah but it spills over even into our finances doesn't it mm. do you remember honey when we had a bunch of things all go wrong. Yeah. We had a yeah. refrigerator breakdown. Then, so we had to replace the refrigerator for a couple of thousand dollars. And then we had, you know, a pump, an electric pump breakdown, you know, which, you know, meant that we had to spend another couple of thousand dollars. And yeah. it seemed like we were in this yeah. situation and we were like, wow, we are seriously in some spiritual warfare here. Yeah, we're under attack. What are we yeah. going to do about it? Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit began to <laughs> convict us that we had held some unforgiveness yes. towards certain people. <laughs> yes. And so we very quickly decided we're going to repent and right. ask the Lord to to forgive us, to cleanse us. And that so the he sin would, of unforgiveness. Exactly. Everybody. And he yeah. would extend grace and mercy to us. Yes. And it, it kind of stopped the whole. Immediately. Nothing happened after that. For, so, you know, we, we learned the hard way. And I think, you know, for our audience today, I think there are many of you that can identify the stories that, you know, maybe I've got an open door that I didn't realize that that was giving the enemy an opportunity. Yeah. And we, we want to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to to show you some of those areas yeah, yeah. and but you know before we get into that um i i just want to remind um and talk and talk kate i'm just being reminded of you know i remember a moment where right at the beginning of our our time with john and carol uh, way back in 2000 i think it was around october 2000 um we had our very first catch the fire conference that you and i experienced of course, it was about the sixth Catch the Fire that they had held um, annually. And I can just remember it being just the most amazing conference, several mm. thousand people. And I can remember the next week I'm with John Arnett and I'm like, John, we were just on our own, the two of us in his office. John, that was the most amazing conference. And, you know, I just think we need to be really careful. Let's get the intercessors, you know, let's, let's, let's be on the lookout ourselves. Yeah. Let's really start to make sure, you know, that we're putting on the full armor of God and that we do some proper spiritual, spiritual warfare, warfare mm -hmm. to make sure that the enemy doesn't come and steal all the good things yeah. that 
God accomplished through the Holy Spirit in Christ Jesus in this conference for everybody. And we need to pray for all the conference people and our staff and everybody because the enemy's bound to come and attack, you know, after such an amazing conference. And John's like, don't. Wow. You know, I don't know that we want to put our faith towards the enemy's counterattack. Do you? Mm. Do we really want to have faith that the enemy is going to come and counterattack us? Mm. Wouldn't we just be so much better off mm. having faith in the goodness of God? Mm. Let's put our faith in the goodness of God. Yeah. Because you know what? I can understand why you would think that. But what if we had it, turned it all over in a different way? Mm. What if we said that conference was so good that the enemy is going to be running as far as he can from us because we're all so upgraded in the Holy Spirit. Wow. Well, I had never had a thought like no, that in my no. life. And John said, that is true spiritual warfare. Wow. When you have faith in God, yeah. have faith in the goodness of God, and you stand in that goodness, and you your expectation is not that the enemy is going to come and attack you, but that actually you in Christ Jesus are going, are going to be bringing the gospel to the world and the enemy will be running yeah. far from you. Amen, amen. And with that, knowing that position, we can come before the Holy Spirit and ask him to show us those open doors because, yeah. again, we will be attacked if we have faith for the attack, but if we've got topography that the enemy will open. So we just encourage each of you right now as just before the Lord, to ask the, him, the Holy Spirit, to lead you and show you if there's any open doors of unforgiveness or bitterness and judgment mm. and that we would be cleansed because of the blood of Jesus and we would have a heart of humility to be able to see where we've done wrong, done yeah. wrong to others so that the Holy Spirit can come and close that door and actually stop the enemy from coming and attacking you in certain ways. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Father, we thank you so much that in Christ Jesus, you have given us the victory Amen. and you've given the victory to every person who is your beloved son or daughter that's listening or watching today. And we ask you, Father, that you, having hidden us deep in Christ Jesus, yeah. would bless us all Amen. outrageously. And no matter what comes against us, Lord, we thank you that we are able to be delivered by you from all suffering and from all attacks of the evil one. And even if, for whatever reason, our own lives in this world would be taken, we thank you that our life in Christ Jesus can never, ever be taken. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen.